Deion Sanders has become the king of the transfer portal. He just made maybe the biggest addition of the offseason yesterday. I'm going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked on Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Borba. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the king of the transfer portal and his biggest, maybe best addition of the offseason um, so far, Dion, Coach Prime, Coach Dion Sanders. Um, he had another, another great haul that could probably help this team make a bowl game, as I wrote about over on Athlon, so go check that out. They landed a very highly touted recruit, which I'll also discuss, and then at the end of the episode, I'm going to be talking about some Pac-12 expansion. Um, who's going to be joining the Pac-12? Who the Big 12 wants to add? Because the Big 12 is obviously trying to make, probably end the conference, if we want to be real. Uh, I feel like the Big 12, Big 12 hasn't been shy about it, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on and when locked on college, excuse me. And when you enter promo code locked on college, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Um, so yeah, go go check them out. Okay. Yesterday, which I kind of knew was coming. Um, he was visiting, which when you get someone for an official visit that's over multiple days, I feel like you have a good shot. Um, and he got fonged, which if you're not familiar with what the process of being fonged is. 24-7 Sports is director of recruiting or national recruiting, whatever his title is, the, the head recruiter basically at 24-7 Sports, Steve Wilfong, when he puts in a crystal ball prediction, that's basically like the stamp of like this is happening. And so there was already a Colorado crystal ball for Alton McCaskill, the Houston running back transfer, but then he got fonged. And so I was like, oh, shoot, this is this is for real happening. And so I got my article ready. It was like immediate, immediately ready for public. Uh, to be published i was just waiting on the commitment and uh, lo and behold the buffs landed the number five player in the transfer portal number five available player in the transfer portal and the top running back um alton mccaskill houston running back um let me tell you a little bit about him uh so he didn't play last year because he had an acl injury but in 2021 that was his freshman season he was the american conference athletic conference freshman of the year recorded over a thousand yards rushing 18 touchdowns um he had 961 yards on 5.1 yards per carry and 16 touchdowns in 14 games. And then he also added 21 catches for 113 yards and two touchdowns in the receiving aspect of the game. And of course, like I said, he did tear his ACL last spring. Um, so now when you look at this Colorado running back room, it was a room that I wasn't concerned about, but it was a room that I was like, they could get more. You know, they they could add another weapon and it would be better because now they have Alton McCaskill, I think he'll step right in, be the starter immediately. Then they have Kentucky Kentucky transfer Kavosi Smoke, Dylan Edwards, um, Anthony Hankerson. I think Dylan Edwards is someone who could go out wide. Um, but right now I'm looking at that McCaskill Smoke uh, pairing. I think that's like the perfect combination for this offense. Um, they're going to be running all over defenses. And it also, also takes a lot of pressure off Shadur Sanders in the passing game. Not that he needs pressure to be taken off of him, but – if a quarterback doesn't have to do everything and he can rely on the run game, um, that helps. And I think people forget that just because Sean Lewis's offense likes to go fast and he's known for throwing the ball around, uh, he does like to run the ball. 
And so having two very talented starting caliber running backs only makes this buff team buffs team that much better. And now I feel like that FanDuel win total is at three and a half. And I feel like if, again, I'm not a betting man because where I live, but if I was that FanDuel three and a half total is something that I would consider taking. Um, It's just, it's just got that alert to it. And I think the latest addition in the portal is only helping uh, facilitate that thought in my head. And so, yeah, Alton McCaskill, I think realistically, because I, I think he's, and this is my personal opinion. I think he's probably the biggest addition of the off season thus far. Um, I was obviously very hyped about Javon Antonio, the six, four wide receiver, but this guy right here is a game changer. Um, burst onto the scene as a freshman coming out of high school. He had offers from everywhere. He had offers from Bama, Texas, whoever it may be um, picked Houston, a local Texas kid. Uh, and now he's at a buff and Colorado's whole mantra, or not really mantra. It's not a mantra. It's something that they say, but their whole goal for this first season under coach prime is to be competitive right away. And I think this is the move that I don't know if this is a move that gets them there, but if it doesn't, it's like the move that gets them right in front of the door, ready to open it because he is a game changer. He could do it all. Um, they could use him in a multitude of ways. And I think he just complements the offense perfectly. And so I personally think this is the biggest, probably the biggest move of the off season for the buffs. Um, obviously counting this off season, not the, well, we'll go spring session. Obviously I think getting Travis Hunter to commit was pretty big. Um, even though we all kind of knew there was, there was some flirtation with other, other programs trying to get him again, but I think this is the biggest move. And then I think this just solidifies coach prime as the king of the transfer portal. He'd been catching some slack, some flack, um, for not landing top guys in the portal. He was just landing guys from Florida state or Alabama. He was landing guys that weren't top 100 guys. This guy is top five player in the portal right now. Um, and I, I do think that Coach Prime is taking taking that the mantle as the king of the portal. Excuse me, the king of the portal, and it's exciting because bus fans, I think you guys all want to see them win. You guys have all been preaching your confidence, and now you guys, I think this is the confidence is becoming more widespread. I think this this addition is going to be the one that really really takes them over the edge. Okay, it, before we move on. This episode, like I said earlier, is brought to you by Bird Dogs. We got a new sponsor. Um, really like them. Okay, let me let me give you the breakdown about Bird Dogs. They're the most comfortable shorts I've ever put on. Um, Fit-wise, they look and feel better than probably any short I own. Um, I just got mine in the mail yesterday. Took them on for a spin. Took them out for a walk. They're super light. They're super comfortable. Um, the stretchy fabric kind of like... It supports you where you need to be supported, fellas, but it's loose where you want it to be supported. Um, and it kind of accentuates the legs. I've been I've been hitting the gym a little bit, so my legs have my legs were a little accentuated, you know, showing off showing off the the max squat PR I hit the other day and versatility. I mean, they give me the freedom that you could wear them on the golf course, you could wear them to a meeting. They kind of got that nice khaki look to them if if need be. Um, you could take them on a date if you're going to an outdoor restaurant or something, or maybe even indoor, and then just hanging out with the boys, hanging out with the friends, the gals, whoever it may be. Um, I personally wake up. I like to put on some comfortable shorts, and I feel like those would be the shorts I go to, but I also like to hit the golf course with my buddies, and I think the most annoying thing about the golf course is having to slap on a pair of like cargo shorts or khakis. These are going to be the perfect ones because they look nice enough to where it's like, oh, he's he's dressed nice, but they're so comfy. They don't know that they're like an athletic short. So I personally 
I'm a, I'm a bird dog enthusiast. Um, so go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. When you get enter promo code locked on college, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Again, that is all capitals locked on college, all one word. Go get your Yeti tumbler, go get you some bird dogs. Um, they're super comfortable. You won't want to miss out. And I'm happy that they're sponsoring the show. And I'm happy that I got myself a couple pairs of them, you know? So back to the bus football. Um, we just talked about Alta McCaskill, who I think is the the best transfer addition that the Buffs have had thus far. Um, kind of makes Coach Prime, if he wasn't already, the king of the transfer portal. Um, but the Buffs also, this was a, a two-for-one special. Um, not a transfer. Um, it's They landed a top 20, 24 recruit, um, Aaron Butler, who a Calabasas native was formerly committed to USC at one point, but then backed off his commitment to USC, obviously. Um, kind of makes up for the loss of Jawan Johnson, who actually just announced his commitment to uh, LSU, in-state LSU yesterday. Um, best of luck to him. But the Buffs got a good one in Aaron Butler. Um, number, uh, according to 24-7, top 100 player, seventh player at the position, 12th player in the state of California. Um, really good athlete, could play both receiver or defensive back. Um, this past season, he let me let me pull up the stats for you because I feel like you guys are all stats fans. Who doesn't like a good stat? You know, um, he his addition was huge though. The he took the buffs class from 45 to now they're sitting with the number 30, 34 class in the country. Um, so he had them jump quite a bit. Um, but let me, let me give you a little breakdown about him. This is what I wrote over at Athlon, so if you want to check that out, go ahead. Uh, according to 24-7 Sports, he ranks as a number 65 recruit. Their composite rankings has him as the number 95 um, recruit. So 64-95, either way, top 100. Uh, he held 32 offers. He chose Colorado over Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, and USC, who he was once, to commit, who he was once committed to. He plays both receiver and defensive back, um, something that Coach Prime and his staff have kind of been – hitting real hard is that they want guys to play both ways. Travis Hunter's going to do it. Cormani McLean might do it. And now Aaron Butler might be the next, the next two way star for the buffs. Um, he recorded 38 catches this past season for 831, 830 yards, 21 yards per catch. While adding an impressive 13 receiving touchdowns. Jeez. And he also threw the ball and ran the ball a couple times. Um, and adding the, and adding Butler to the bus class that he obviously helps him jump up a lot. And he also gives him maybe like a signature recruit. Um, Cause as of right now, uh, he's the top ranked recruit um, only recruit that they have within the top 100 only recruit that they have within the top 300. So maybe get the ball rolling with some other big name guys in the 2024 class. Um, but now the 2024 class consists of five guys, Butler, Omar white, who um, we have to dive more into his legal situation. Um, which I'll continue to check on. Haven't seen anything about it. Eric Brantley, a defense alignment, three-star. Danny O'Neill, three-star quarterback. And then Talon Chandler, um, three-star interior offense alignment. But Aaron Butler, major addition for the Buffs. Um, he did it in kind of the weirdest way I've ever seen. Not really weird. It's just, it's like the perfect, if someone were to ask me, like, how do I explain modern college football? He joined Coach Prime's Instagram Live which if you're not familiar with what an Instagram live is on Instagram, you have this ability to go live. And so you're like streaming um, to your followers and anybody who wants to tune in. So coach prime is streaming, just chatting it up. And he joined it, joined the, the live stream. And basically like if someone joined a zoom call and told him I'm coming, told him he was committing right then and there. Um, so very exciting for 
the buffs. And I think I think it's exciting for Coach Prime because while he he did bring in a top 20 class like immediately um, after being on the job for like 10 seconds <laughs> in December, um, people have kind of been I think the only way to take a jab at him right now is to be like, oh, he's not focused on the recruiting trail. There's an article just the other day written about how call how high school coaches feel about his transfer portal stuff. And it was kind of like some coaches were eh, they were tentative about it. They made it maybe made it seem like he didn't care about the recruits. But this is huge for him because obviously, one, it shuts down that notion that he's not focusing on recruits Two, I think it helps people realize that he's only doing this transfer portal thing for this team. Now, obviously, he's probably going to pursue transfers every year. But he's not going to be bringing in 50 to 50 to 60 new players every year. Um, I think he just wants to get his guys in here. Um, and it's like USC. USC brought in a ton of transfers this past season, and they brought in a lot this past and this for this upcoming season. So they look at their weaknesses and they identify where they could get better, and then they use the portal to do so if they haven't gotten the recruits. Um, Coach Prime is probably going to be doing the same thing. So he's kind of in a way, he's shooting down that notion that he can't recruit, which I don't know why people said that, but some people just want to criticize him just for the sake of criticizing him. So, you know, that's how that's kind of the rap that Coach Prime's going to get. I think people are always going to want to take jabs at him. Um, but yeah, Aaron Butler, Alton McCaskill, same day. Um, and then also, like I said, former Colorado commit Jawan Johnson, who was um, at the spring game, announced his commitment to LSU. He's a Louisiana kid. Um, it was always a surprise kind of to recruiting analysts that he was able that the bus were able to pry him away from Louisiana LSU. Um, so maybe Colorado continues to pursue. Maybe they don't. But either way, they got a really good one. Aaron Butler, who could play both ways, um, receiver, defensive back. So I won't say they're I won't say they're, they're not missing Jawan Johnson, but they kind of got an upgrade here in Aaron Butler. So shout out to the buffs there. Um, before we move on. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Bus your first listen or watch if you watch me on YouTube every day. Um, you guys are my everydayers. Um, it's what I call my everyday listeners. I appreciate you guys. I got some great questions um, two episodes ago. Make sure to drop some more questions in here. I want to get enough to answer them at the end of the show, so maybe I could put them up on the screen and we could discuss. Um, so give me a question about Colorado, the upcoming season. Maybe a question about me. Um, I don't know like nothing personal, I guess, just like what I think about certain teams or something in the pack 12, whatever, maybe let's, let's have a little Q and a would love to do. So I got some great questions, but I want to get some more. So that way it could be like a little section. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Let's continue to go on this adventurous ride. Let's get to 10,000 subs by the first week of the season. Don't know if we'll come anywhere close. We're, we're nearing 2000 right now. So maybe, um, but I appreciate you guys. And again, I appreciate you. Um, okay. Last segment of the day, we got to talk about Pac-12 expansion. Um, Colorado was at one point linked to the Big 12. They had a suspicious, not really suspicious, meeting about future plans, and then there was all this or that. Um, I don't know if you guys were aware, but just two weeks ago, both the Big 12 and the Pac-12 were meeting at a resort in Phoenix, Arizona, um, and it wasn't to be like, hey, what's up? They were both talking about expansion. It was all the schools representatives meeting um the big 12 was kind of in a similar situation as the pac-12 at one point they lost texas and oklahoma to the sec obviously the pac-12 lost usc and ucla to the the big 10 so um the big 12 then kind of they sped up their process they not their deal was supposed to be up in 2025 they got a new deal they added four teams to get their conference from 10 to 12 teams and so they're kind of feeling high and mighty. And then they also have been making efforts to poach Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, 
and Utah, the four corner schools, um, to get them into multiple time zones. Whereas the Pac-12 has been kind of taking their sweet time. We didn't know really know their plans um, in terms of media rights. They've been connected with ESPN, Fox, Apple, Ion, CW, Apple, and Amazon. Um, and so Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated reported that um, expansion could be happening soon for the Pac-12. And he said, one thing is certain, the Pac-12 plans to expand by adding San Diego State and maybe SMU coinciding with the completion of its new TV deal. However... And this is probably good. I don't know if it's good. It's probably, it might work against the Pac-12, to be honest, which is not a great thing for the conference, but it might be good for those of us who have been waiting for something to happen. Um, San Diego State has a contract renewal thing or a contract stipulation that's kind of getting in the way. So there is a deadline to start. If they want San Diego State to play in 2024, they owe the Mountain West an exit fee of $17 million. But on July 1st, that triples in cost. So they'd probably go from 17 million to 34, 35 million dollars if they don't um, say they're going to leave by July 1st, which is if you're checking May, June, July, they got a couple months. So, I mean, obviously the Pac 12 has been taking this whole year. Hopefully they have some semblance of a deal um, to get together. Uh, but uh, Pac 12 Commissioner George Klevakov Klee- has met with both San Diego State and SMU throughout the past year. Um, they've kind of been viewed as the two programs that are locks. Um, but I also wrote about this um, over at my Stanford site. He, there are some programs that I think the Pac-12 outside of San Diego State and SMU that we know might, they might have interest in. Um, so I'll talk about that. The big These are the big 12 schools that they're, they're top candidates. Um, UNLV, which is kind of like a jab, I think, at the Pac-12 because obviously that's where they play their conference championship games and basketball and football. San Diego State, which is obviously the one that the Pac-12 wants the most. Uh, UConn is someone the Big 12 wants as well to kind of get that East Coast swing. Um, they'd probably they'd be in the heart of all of sports media because that's where ESPN resides. And then Memphis um, gets them some more Southern real estate. Other possible candidates that uh, Dellinger reported, Colorado State, I think that would be again to maybe pair with Colorado. SMU which is makes sense for them. It's literally in the heart of their state. It's where they host their big 12 championship. And then, which SMU is in Dallas, if you didn't know, and Fresno State, who the Pac-12 says they don't want. So Fresno State could obviously jump right on over to the big 12, gives the big 12 a California school. Um, the top candidates for the, for the Pac-12, um, like I said, San Diego State, SMU. Colorado State has been another team linked to the Pac-12. They were identified as a candidate. And then Tulane is a program that I think they should pursue. Gets them closer to, I th- realistically, I think if the Pac-12 were to expand, they'd have to go San Diego State, SMU, Colorado State, Tulane, Rice, and then throw in a, another school. I don't know. Uh, you, they don't have to have a even number, but they could do UTSA or I don't know, but. I think they should at least at the very minimum go San Diego State, SMU, Tulane, um, and then maybe Colorado State, and those four would be great. Um, So we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, It's all based off of, if you guys remember correctly, John Conzano came on the show and said it's based off TV TV markets. Um, Louisiana, decent market. Dallas, great market. San Diego State gets them back in the Los Angeles market. Colorado State doesn't really give the Pac-12 a new market because obviously they have the buffs um but yeah so we are going to 
I think it's going to be ramping up pretty soon. All of these anonymous sources on Twitter are, of course, saying that things are going down within the next few days. So look out for that, I guess. But yeah, Pac-12 expansion should be happening soon. Um, it's about time. I feel like we've been talking about it for a year now. Um, I just, you know, as someone who I, I like college football and its current form where there's multiple power fives. Obviously, we're moving to where it's a power two conference and everybody else with the SEC and the Big Ten money-wise. But I kind of don't want to see college football broken up and kind of battered in the way that it may look like it's heading to. So I'd like to see the Pac-12 survive and just be better and get better teams or get a, better, a couple better teams to help, help keep them relevant um, because I don't want to see – USC traveling to Nebraska for conference games. That just doesn't make sense to me. It's not the college trip I grew up knowing and loving. So we'll wait and find out. Everything's all about money in the sport. And so we'll find out as that com comes and goes. But again, this has been Locked on Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Borba. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, yesterday's episode was a great one with Shehan J. Raja from CBS Sports. Go check that out. Um, we're going to be talking about all the latest things, Buffs, every day right here. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow Follow me on Twitter. Follow me over on Athlon. Um, links are in the description of this episode. I appreciate you guys. You guys have a great day. Have a great Wednesday. I'll see you guys tomorrow.